Hello, and welcome to Shelly Has Opinions, the hit podcast where the Chatfield girls try and guess their shy sister Shelly's opinions on a variety of topics. My name is Holly Chatfield Flanagan, and with me is... Shelly Chatfield Allison. And we also have... Julie Chatfield Miller. And finally, our sister expert for today is... Carly Chatfield Cratchit. Oh, Carly, is it Bob or Tiny Tim who you married? <laughs> well, it's it's the third option. One of the other sons. <laughs> One of the other sons, um, and his name is Josh, and he has an Irish accent instead of a British accent. <laughs> oh. An adopted it's son. It's me, Josh Cratchit. <laughs> I also have a very bad limp. <laughs> oh, dear. No, his his thing is he can't smell. So, <gasps> the worst yeah. ailment of all. <laughs> <laughs> Especially at Christmas time. <laughs> yeah. Aww. But Christmas time is for families, Cratchit families and Chatfield families. We had a family gathering of sorts last night. Our youngest sister, Kelly, uh, suggested that we play Jackbox games uh, over over video chat. And we did. And it was my first time playing and I loved it. And then I freaked out my mommy and your mommy, our mommy, <laughs> by sending a picture of Band-Aids in the group chat. <laughs> yep. And she said, oh, no, is everyone okay? <laughs> but I was just trying to get Kelly to use my Band-Aids, but she wouldn't. <laughs> Rude. Kelly was very band-aid adverse. Yeah. The Jackbox games that we played were one, Quiplash two. Number two, T-shirt cannon. <laughs> TKO. TKO. I like T-shirt cannon though. That's better. And one. then we also played Drawful. And you know what? I'll say for me. And my house, well, that's a lie. For me, because my children also played, but they don't agree with me. I liked Quiplash the best, but that's because drawing's hard. <laughs> that was also the favorite at the Allison house, both Quiplash Jet and I. Quiplash is the bestest. Well, then why did you guys want to play T-shirt cannon? That one was my favorite. <laughs> you guys quoted that the most while we were talking before the podcast. <laughs> that's called recency bias. That's yeah. the last one we played, and then we all closed our eyes and then woke up 10 minutes ago. <laughs> As we were like we we said goodbye last night and turned off the the computer and Corbin was like, "Wow, we had that was really fun." And I was like, "Yeah, that game and that game. I can't even remember the other game we played." So, I guess it wasn't that <laughs> you great. Remember Drawful? Yeah. Oh well. Drawful's pretty great. <laughs> All of them were fun. So, uh Shelly mentioned uh that her son Jet played and I mentioned that my son and daughter Jack and Lucy played, and apparently it is the hot new thing now to, for us to be getting our children new Jackbox games so we could all play. And what if, and I'm just saying what if because it probably won't happen, what if we made this an everyday thing? <laughs> <laughs> I already play Jackbox twice a week, and I am, I am, I am okay with just once a week. <laughs> Carly, weren't we more fun to play with than anybody you've ever played with, though? I mean, say yes. Yes, Carly. <laughs> you are obviously the funniest person I know. No, I said we collectively. It's 90% me and 10% everyone else. <laughs> we are the funniest people. <sighs> yeah. And it's fun. It was probably fun to play with uh, your niece and nephews because that was the best part. <laughs> I seriously considered getting 
Because Jet's like, you could buy the t-shirts. I was like, I kind of want to get eat turnips today shirt. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, so there was a, there was a boat, uh, a serene uh, scene of a boat and a man fishing on it. And then some genius wrote, eat turnips today as a hilarious non sequitur. And then uh, some other person who may or may not be smart. I'm not really sure. Bing, bing, bing. It's that. me. It's me. And I'm a genius. <laughs> oh, okay. Some other person who claims to be a genius put those two things together. I also was a fan of the shirt, I think, that I designed, <laughs> where someone had just drawn a bunch of like random lines and dots. And then an arrow, and then that I, was some genius. I put Google it underneath it. <laughs> yeah, I didn't good. vote for Google it even a single time. I was not a fan. I liked it. that one so much because it's like here is a piece of nonsense, and if you don't get it, Google it. <laughs> Smart people get it. I did that shirt like the "I'm with stupid" one. Uh huh. But uh, so I like having a shirt with an arrow pointing to someone else saying, Google it. (laughs) Anyways, Shelly Gang, I'm sure none of this is as funny to you as it is to us because we were there and we lived it. But hopefully it encouraged you to play some Jackbox games with your family. And I know that there are many in the Shelly Gang who already play Jackbox games. And if you want to play with us, you've got to... Show us how much you love us <laughs> oh, by buying Shelly an Eat Turnips Today shirt. <laughs> I have someone who loves Shelly so much that they submitted a topic that she's going to love to talk about. And you know what? That person who loves her is a genius. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, is, it, is, is her name Holly? <laughs> <gasps> yes. Oh, by the way, we need to go back to Jackbox for a second because... <laughs> The name Holly became a punchline a few times. (laughs) I think mostly by Carly. And by, I think, Corbin, Julie's husband, uh, producer Emeritus Corbin. Uh, Hollyland, yes. That was a Corbin original. (laughs) So anyways, I just want to say my name is not a joke. And if anyone wants to move to Hollyland, it's a real place that is beautiful (laughs) and wonderful, full of geniuses. It's currently population one. Right. Next time we'll in. stick to to just more jokes about pants and farts. <laughs> I mean, Two topics that came up frequently. <laughs> okay, so yeah, some genius uh, submitted this topic. It is a seasonal delight, and the small committee said, "Yeah, we're doing it." And uh, Shelley, would you like to know what it is? I would. Today's topic is Frosty the Snowman. Oh. <laughs> I kind of didn't believe you when you said it was seasonal. <laughs> Shelly, I don't know why. It's not like I've ever pulled a bait and switch on you before. So I have a question. Well, answer it. What? <laughs> Google it. Uh, I, I'm going to ask you the definition this time. Is this Frosty the Snowman the character or the Frosty the Snowman like little cartoon movie we watched growing up? Like... The song? What is it? It's all entities. It's Frosty the Snowman, the idea. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. The franchise. Uh, Frosty the Snowman, the unit of time. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Yeah. So that that was what I was going to ask you for the definition of, but I'm glad that you asked (laughs) me so that I could say all the funny, cool things. Usually I try and set you up, but here we are. (laughs) (laughs) 
I'm going to be doing the pro reasons why you should like Frosty the Snowman. Julie's going to be doing the anti reasons why you shouldn't. And Carly, as our sister expert and soon to be ex uh, daughter in law of Bob Cratchit. <laughs> <laughs> I might marry Frosty the Snowman next. Yeah, you, oh you don't my. know. Depends on what Shelly thinks. And of then, him. and then. Joshua Cratchit will sing, Last Christmas, I gave you my heart. The very next day, you gave it or to Or what's a that snowman. sad song from A Christmas Carol, the Muppets one, that they're going to put back in? It goes like this. And the Right? No. That's beautiful. Remember, there was this song. There was this song. Oh, the love we found. Takes a moment. <laughs> <laughs> yes, Carly, you were right. <laughs> Julie was wrong. I was singing the one that Michael Caine sings with the penguins at the end. Yeah, but that's not the one they're adding back in. Yeah, but that's not a sad song. <laughs> well, that was the joke. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways. <laughs> Uh, Carly's going to be telling us what she thinks uh, Shelly will choose. Are we ready? Ready. Yes. Can you make your ready sound more Christmassy? Jingle oh, oh, ready, oh, jingle ready. ready. <laughs> 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 oh, Carly, your Santa and your Dracula met and had a, had a son. <laughs> I've probably had a son with both of those people along this podcast. Oh, wow. <laughs> probably, I didn't yes. realize you were having children with your, with your weekly name change. I just I keep that secret because I always give them to the husband. Oh, so. wow. Oh, <laughs> no. Oh, no. Can I just say one thing quickly? Sure. We were dropping off treat plates to some friends and uh, yesterday, and one of, one of my children, my older children, told the friend, we have a baby, and, <laughs> and we haven't seen her in a few months. And so she's like, what? How is that possible? Like, no, no, same baby as before. She's just like <laughs> a year old now. Like, okay. <laughs> I love it. Shelly, I have five reasons why you should be pro Frosty the Snowman. And the first one is Frosty the Snowman is chaotic, good holiday energy. <laughs> <laughs> I pitched this idea to my family before we started recording. And uh, my husband took issue with this. And I said, Chaotic good energy for the holidays is perfection because you trust Frosty implicitly to not like bum you out or put you in a dangerous position. But yet it's kind of fun to just like let loose. But I actually (laughs) said that the way I just said it now was the way I wanted to say it. But what I actually said was Frosty the snowman is chaotic good energy, but not like the purge. (laughs) <laughs> a famously chaotic good that is time a of holiday <laughs> but not in this way so frosty he they put the hat on him and you you don't know what's gonna happen next but you know it's gonna be fun and and that includes marching and and dancing around yes yes <laughs> yes <laughs> Is it fun to hang out with Frosty the Snowman? No, I'm that's, questioning. Well, that's what we're here to decide. <laughs> <laughs> it seems like most of the kids have a good time in the movie until that one girl gets on the train with him and she almost freezes to death. <laughs> Which makes me upset at ice cream cakes. <laughs> well, I don't think they actually transport ice cream cakes on 
refrigerated train cars these days. <laughs> well, I think they do because that's a precious commodity. <laughs> I think they make them in-house because ice cream cake is an artisan fact. What? An artisan product. <laughs> I just like the idea that ice cream cakes are facts. <laughs> and that a fact can be artisan. What does it mean? <laughs> I handcrafted this fact for you. I have to do it every time I share this fact. So I just love that Frosty presents you with a hundo percent good time, but you don't know what's coming next. And you know what? That's not always my jam, but at Christmas during the holidays, you know what? I love it. I love just like flying by the seat of my pants. But you know what? Frosty don't wear pants because he's chaotic. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, And that leads me to my next point. Shelly, you should be pro Frosty the Snowman because he is the bridge of dapperness between the Victorian age and metrosexuals. (laughs) (laughs) Hey, just like Josh Cratchit. (laughs) No, really? (laughs) No, Josh Cratchit only wears lederhosen and that's not fashionable at all. <laughs> this is my favorite husband yet. <laughs> so, Shelly, uh, Frosty the Snowman comes alive because they put on a what? A top hat. A beautiful top hat. Uh, and in, in different versions, sometimes it's a little raggedy. In some versions, it's super shiny. In some versions, it belongs to a magician. <laughs> <laughs> but every version a top hat. And and I don't see a lot of top hats in my day-to-day life, but that's because I'm within these four walls during a global pandemic. But even before then, not many top hats. But you know what also he has? Oh my gosh, he has a beautiful scarf. Wow. <laughs> corncob pipe. That Those are very fashionable. He has a corncob pipe. And you know what else Does he, he has? Does he have a button nose? A, not a real button nose, but if it were real, it'd probably be like a pearl button or something. Beautiful. <laughs> <laughs> So I mentioned that he's the bridge of dapperness between the Victorian age and metrosexuals because Victorian age is like the 19th century, right? Uh Uh-huh. That was back when people would dress for dinner and when people would fall in love with their servants and then run away with them (laughs) and then die in a terrible accident and and then the husband would come back and then uh, Downton Abbey would be back again. Don't even bring up Downton Anatomy to me. It upsets me a great deal. Oh, okay. Damn. Damn, I'm sorry. <laughs> the beautiful, beautiful accented man gets his heart broken. Yeah. I can't, I can't even <laughs> stop watching after that. She's really upset that Lord Grantham just lost the family's money like that. I mean, who, who's going to put all the money on a dumb train? <laughs> With ice cream cakes on it. Yeah. yeah, those weren't popular back in the 19th century. They hadn't become an artisan fact yet. Well, then, uh, flash forward to the 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 near recent past, um, when the idea of being a metrosexual or a man who cares about the way that he looks and uses products in his hair and on his face and uh, dresses snappily. That is a, a a thing that happened, but there was a time, a, a gap between that than in the 1900s. What's going on there? Who's holding up, you know, the the top hat flag? Where are all the dandies? No. <laughs> if you bring that up, it ruins my whole argument. There's only one man, and that man is Frosty the Snowman. 
He's the first man to work the coal eyeliner look. <laughs> yeah, totally. Good, good joke, Shelly. Okay. I have another reason why you should like Frosty the Snowman, and that's because he is an includer, even of authority figures who try to hold him down. Shelly, Frosty wants everyone to play. He wants everyone to get in on the games. Have you seen a Frosty the Snowman um, where he says that he has an exclusive VIP VIP list of people who can play with him? Yes. What? <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Uh, that's a lie. The thing you just said. He never let me play with him. Your name was on his list, but you never came. You never RSVP'd. <laughs> and he did wish everyone a happy birthday. So, I mean, that's True. that's pretty nice. He even wished happy birthday or, like, he, like, was very jovial to someone who, um... Hollered, stop at him. <laughs> I thought you were literally crying. <laughs> There's so much emotion in this podcast. I am crying because the the traffic cop is so mean to him, but he still opened his heart because he stopped for a little bit to listen to him. But then he said, I've got to be chaotic good and then just kept going. No big deal. <laughs> Uh, so, so Shelly, we love an includer. We love people who just want everyone in on it and, and not it like the bank heist. I mean, it just fun. (laughs) I feel like people don't say, are you in on it for a good thing? (laughs) That's true. You can say in on a pizza. Like, are you sharing pizza? Are you you going in on this pizza? Frosty just wants everyone to play and have a good time and to enjoy this winter snow. And you know what? Even I, the great hater of snow, but that's what it says on my bomber jacket that I got <laughs> last Christmas. I, I'm compelled by Frosty's invitation. I may not take it every winter, but sometimes, sometimes I will. Because that guy, I believe in him and he believes in me. And I like that. <laughs> I have two more reasons why you should like Frosty the Snowman. This one is Frosty the Snowman helps kids think about the circle of life along with the soothing thought of his return. <laughs> it's kind of like how, you know, like paper dolls help you think about outfits. Uh huh. Yes. So it's like that. You get to practice, like, outfits and what looks good and what doesn't and, like, what do I like as opposed to what everybody else likes. But this is, like, Frosty the Snowman comes, we love him, we have fun, and then he dies. But he'll be back again someday, and that someday is later than now. <laughs> but is that a great lesson to teach kids? I know, it's a lie. No, every, <laughs> I, oh, no, this person in my life died. Don't worry, they'll be back again someday. You know, next year. <laughs> Did they say that as they were dying on their deathbed like Frosty does every time? <laughs> oh gosh, Frosty's deathbed. <laughs> it's like it's like brief training wheels. And how great for that, you know? <laughs> I am always sad at the end of that, and I don't feel any better ever. Carly, ever. Just let Frosty into your heart. That's how you can feel better. Because <laughs> he says I'll be back again someday. Oh, no. 
<laughs> that, that that actually sounds quite tragic. <laughs> I could just see it melting as, yeah. that, as saying um, those words. <laughs> Well, that does remind me partially why I am pro Frosty the Snowman, and I'm going to say this before my last point. So uh, my son and my daughter were both born in December, and uh, that that has been a challenge because there are other things that happen in December that might take away from a birthday celebration. That also means that they are inundated with uh, the holiday spirit because my daughter was born the day after Christmas, and so for her, like, Christmas is almost like a celebration of her, you know, like <laughs> uh-huh. the festivities of Christmas feels birthday y to her. It's like the pre party for her birthday. <laughs> uh huh. And then my son, um, when he, the day he was born was the first like huge, massive snowstorm that we had had that, that winter. So even though he doesn't like snow, like snow is like a part of him, you know? And so when he was two, he loved to sing Frosty the Snowman all the time. <laughs> and may I, uh, Reenact his rendition for you. Yes, yes please. please. Okay. So he's two years old. And you know what? The video that I have of him singing this song, he's wearing the shirt that Julie's baby was wearing today. Uh, an <laughs> orange shirt with white stripes. And one tractor. Yeah. Okay, it goes like this. Frosty snowman, happy so compite, button nose. Two eyes came out of coal. <laughs> Frosty snowman, happy so compite. <laughs> thumpity, 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 look at Frosty snowman go. <laughs> thumpity, thumpity, over the hills of. Then he doesn't sing the rest of it. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Yes. So that has become like a treasured family video for us. And so I knew I had to go pro Frosty the Snowman. Um, But I love Frosty the Snowman. I think because of that, we had a, the reason he knew it pretty well is because we had a board book of it. And so we read that a lot. But um, anyway, so yeah, I love Frosty the Snowman, Shelly. And you should too, because fairy tales can come true. (laughs) (laughs) They can. Shelly. I just thought of something. What? How did the kids make a snowman that was bigger than them? How did they also build a snowman that had two legs on the bottom instead of just a big ball? I'll answer Carly's question first, then Shelly's question. Uh, Carly, the answer to your question is American ingenuity. Okay. <laughs> and then Shelly, yours is that if you'll notice, he doesn't have arms and legs until after he becomes alive. I don't. That is true, Shelly. I don't remember. Okay, oh. well, watch it then. <laughs> well, right now you want me to leave? Because I will. <laughs> well, no, because right now. You know what? One is one of the greatest lies about Frosty the Snowman when I started living in the snow. I'm going to roll over and die right now, Carly. <laughs> what do you want to say? <laughs> the greatest lies of Frosty the Snowman, a conspiracy theory. All right, Carly, go. <laughs> that there's going to be snow underneath. The snowman. Because you use up all the snow under the snowman to make the snowman. Not if you live somewhere where there's like a foot or more of snow. I've made Mm. snowmen where there are snow underneath the snowmen. Carla, do you have any more things you want to say before I say my last point and talk about it? I'm so sorry. (laughs) 
This is a weirdly emotional <laughs> podcast. <laughs> like this Frosty the Snowman concept is. I think just I think Carly just focused on the idea that Frosty the Snowman is not actually real. <laughs> well, but Holly said fairy tales can't come true, so let's hear her out. <laughs> okay, all right. So there is a part of the song slash book slash poem that talks about fairy tales. Do you know what it is, Shelley? Nope. <laughs> <laughs> Anybody? <laughs> he let them down the streets of down. <laughs> Everyone knows streets are a fairy tale. <laughs> Frosty the snow. But the children say he could laugh and play just the same as you. Fairy tale. Oh, I like that everyone is singing in a really low register when they do this song. <laughs> Okay. Frosty the <laughs> snowman. <laughs> so, Shelly, the lyric is Frosty the snowman is a fairy tale. They say he was made of snow, but the children know how he came to life one day. Okay. <laughs> there are a lot of things that people say are fairy tales. Number one, fairy tales. Number two, conspiracy <laughs> theories, I guess, Carly. <laughs> <laughs> Number three, all other things that people think are imaginary uh, but aren't, like all of the plots of Pixar movies, let's say. What about when people say, like, a fairy tale wedding? Are those included? <laughs> they are not real. <laughs> I have cynicism towards that. Well, so. Shelly, you've, you've hit a really tough spot for me because I hate all weddings. <laughs> so uh, we'll just slide right past that. But, uh, <laughs> Shelly, if other people say... Something is a fairy tale, but then, like, insinuating that it's imaginary or not real. Uh-huh. Then it becomes real. That means that anything that is said to be not real could be real. And, Shelley, that's an important thing for the the hearts of tomorrow and the children <laughs> of our future. So are you talking about something like... How a long time ago when, when like the world was kind of just being explored by like Europeans, you know, they would write back and say like, oh, there's this crazy huge creature with big nose and big ears and everyone else is like, nah, dog, that doesn't exist. But an elephant wasn't a fairy tale. It was really true. It, yeah. Like, or, like that? <laughs> yeah. Like that, except some people say that Frosty the Snowman is a fairy tale. We are told that like explicitly. Then. He does come to life. So those people who don't believe will hold on to their belief system so strongly that they will deny their ears and eyes because they believe in it. But those with open hearts and minds can see Frosty for who he is. And that is a real person. Are you saying that if I've never seen Frosty, it's just because I don't believe hard enough? <laughs> <laughs> hmm. I don't know, Shelley. Fairy tales can come true, and just because they haven't yet that we know about doesn't mean that they haven't in real life or that they can in the future. So, Shelly, anything that you want to achieve or that you've heard could be achieved or can't be achieved, you can still do it because fairy tales can come true. Shelly, be pro-frosty, or as my son told me, stay frosty. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Okay, Julie, say things. And Carly, don't forget to interrupt her at every turn. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like my points are going to be, I feel like my points are going to be easier to swallow. They're a lot more straightforward. <laughs> I would say that's not an infrequent thing between us. <laughs> For instance, I do not want to have a friend 
who needs to hang out at below freezing temperatures. (laughs) (laughs) You'd rather hang out in that greenhouse. (laughs) I didn't even think about the fact that he was a cold man for you, Julie. Like that didn't cross my mind (laughs) Really? That was the first thing I thought about. (laughs) I don't want to hang out with somebody who needs to be cold. And if I am like, no, you know what? Let's just hang out in this greenhouse for now. I am essentially murdering my friend. That little girl in the movie, she did not. Come on, guys. I know a little girl in a movie who had a snowman friend who he melted for her, and that was Anna, Princess Anna. Oh, did you cry? People are worth melting for. Did you cry? Did I cry? Yes. If I'm being honest with myself, yes. Uh, Just the first time? No. (laughs) Many times. Yeah, because murdering your friends isn't nice. (laughs) She was so weak. How was she supposed to fix him? Anyways, Shelly, Frosty's cold. I don't like coldness. I don't want to I don't want to have to be like, yo, yo, I have to go see my friend Frosty. I guess I have to go outside where it's freezing cold. <sighs> so when Jack tells you to stay frosty, you're like, I'd rather not. Thanks. I mean, <laughs> I could I, I'd eat a frosty. If that's <gasps> what he means. Mm. Uh okay, so Frosty's a bad friend because he always he always has to be cold or else he dies, uh, <laughs> <laughs> which makes him a bad friend. A Think bad about friend others, Frosty. Needs. <laughs> needs that put me out. Okay, <laughs> Frosty is a needy friend, and Julie does not need that in her life. Right you know now. what? That's why I'm not friends with fish people. Fish people. <laughs> Julie hates mermaids, okay? I hate mermaids. No, don't let Ruby hear that. Uh, My six-year-old. She's a fan. So, Shelly, Frosty, uh, you should not like Frosty the Snowman. He's not worth your time, okay? The best thing about Frosty is his theme song. And if you're just hanging out with somebody just because they have a good theme song, they probably don't have any personality to go with them so <laughs> wasting your time oh man yeah peter parker he's real dumb and spidery <laughs> but that's not the only reason you're hanging out with him you're hanging out with him for all the many other reasons like him being tom holland and andrew garfield and toby mcguire very good toby mcguire <laughs> good job everybody <laughs> <laughs> I just now I'm gonna analyze all my friendships. <laughs> like, do I like them only because of their theme song? I don't know. <laughs> um, Shelly, he, I, I know I said this before. I don't want to be Frosty's friend because all he can give me is cold, freezing cold hugs. <laughs> I don't want freezing cold hugs. I want warm hugs. Oh my gosh, I know a snowman who likes warm hugs. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, if you if I had to choose between Frosty and Olaf, I guess I would go Olaf. Now, Julie, I have a, a clarifying question. Were we analyzing, are we trying to get Shelly's opinion on friendship with Frosty the Snowman? Because <laughs> I didn't bring up friendship I, at but all. You guys are acting like he is 100% real. <laughs> I didn't bring up friendship. And if, and if it is, then I have to say some more things. <laughs> 
Well, what else are we going to say about him? He's obviously real. Some people <laughs> believe in him. <laughs> hey, Julie, would, would your husband Corbin like an ice cold hug? <laughs> <laughs> you know what? He might. Well, I, I can confirm he does because that's the only kind I can give. <laughs> that's why I need friends who can give nice warm hugs. Like my husband, he gives very warm hugs and I need that or else I die. <laughs> um, okay, Shelly, Frosty the Snowman would be a very difficult friend to have because... <laughs> Because all he's got is charcoal eyes, and I feel like those would be very unreadable. Yeah. How would you How would you know what Frosty's thinking because of his coal eyes? That'd be tough. And he is chaotic, so so you never really know what's going across his mind. <laughs> oh gosh! And without those facial signals in the cartoon, doesn't he have like big anime eyes? I think so. I think the coal eyes do turn into like more normal looking yeah. eyes and then his like doesn't he have a what kind of mouth does he have pre and post he has an open mouth he has a regular human mouth but like before he gets magical yeah expert for us carly uh also frosty smoke don't smoke just say no <laughs> come on man so shelly he's, he's got unreadable eyes they're they're black they're black as <laughs> as his <laughs> charcoal heart you guys are not going to believe what kind of mouth oh. he has. it just looks like a regular mouth but closed when he's a snowman just just like, snow yeah how, how did them yeah. children do that <laughs> american ingenuity <laughs> <laughs> we were all wrong he did have arms and legs before the hat what he's even holding a yeah broom. guys i was right me good job shelly <laughs> i forgot about his accessory the broom that was important for his dapperness. <laughs> Every metrosexual needs accessories. <laughs> Shelly, this, this anti-point is inspired by my husband. He reads a lot of fantasy books, and whenever there is magic involved, he is very particular that the magical system needs to be explained like the mechanics need to work. Uh, and it it seems to me... The mechanics of Frosty's magical hat are very undefined, and I don't like that. I can't be his friend. <laughs> so you're saying, like, you're saying if the if the rabbit puts the hat on, he should also be able to, like, start talking and being chaotic good? <laughs> yes. But if Frosty existed before the hat, then Frosty, like, does he live in the hat? Was the hat, like, older <laughs> Is- than time? Is the hat... Does that change like the Jumanji game board? What is 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 Frosty's consciousness trapped inside this hat? Do the same water molecules have to come together to make Frosty's body? Oh man, complicated. Shelly, this magic too undefined. <laughs> Shelly, one other point about the hat. What child thought to put a top hat on a snowman? That seems inappropriate. The great-great-grandchild of Lord Grantham. This is my <laughs> grandfather's hat. Uh-oh. That's... If my child took one of their great-great-grandfather's items and put it out in the snow, I think I would be pretty upset. Was the song originally written back in the days where, like, top hats were more common? I will look that up. Snowmen don't deserve to have top hats if their only other accessory... 
if their only other accessory is a broom. No, he had a scarf too. Oh, there yeah. are frosties with scarves. There's not a definitive frosty. And I think the little girl gives him her scarf at one point. So 1950 is when it was written. Oh, really? It's only that old? Mm-hmm. That's Shelley, shocking. That's 70 years old. Well, I, what I'm saying is by the 50s, top hats were not commonplace. <laughs> hats were still being worn, but not top hats. That's true. I wonder, and you know what? How long has Frosty been around? Hundreds of years? Was he invented before top hats? Oh, Carly, you're right. You're right to overanalyze this. So many unanswered <laughs> questions. Uh, Shelly, my last point is that you don't, want, you don't want Frosty to be your best friend because he doesn't stick around. And when he's not around, you can't even call him or write to him or video chat with him because he's, he's dead. a cloud. <laughs> <laughs> he's dead. He's dead. In, in the movie, does Santa take him to the North Pole Yes, in the off season? <laughs> Which why? makes me think he just existed that one time. Like he just... Uh. <laughs> then why would he say, I'll be back again someday? Because he, he's a liar. Julian should be his friend. He's such a big liar. Oh, Shelly, I forgot that point. Don't be his friend. He's a huge liar. <laughs> so, Shelly, Frosty, he's he's got unreliable friendship, unreliable magic, unreliable uh, charcoal black eyes. And duplicitous. <laughs> I don't know what you mean by that, but I agree. You said he's a liar. <laughs> yeah. Duplicitous? I need to Means look up liar. that word. Okay, Shelly, you've bested me. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, did I finally win Shelly's opinions? It's a game of wits. And you've won. (laughs) That means someone else has to take over my spot. So we just do like a little round robin. (laughs) Change places. (laughs) I'm the expert now. (laughs) Oh, man. Well, now we need an expert in Shelly. All things Shelly. Luckily, we have one today. Her name is Carly. Carly, what do you think Shelly's going to choose about Frosty the Snowman and apparently his friendship? (laughs) (laughs) So this may explain some things. I uh, was viewing it this whole time about whether or not Frosty would be my next husband. Oh. (laughs) (laughs) And, And so, like, it was coming through this lens of, like, in my imagination because, guys, I haven't actually been married 300 times. It's just my imagination. And so in my imagination, would I marry Frosty the Snowman? And so in this scenario, Shelly, would you want Frosty the Snowman as a brother-in-law? I'm thinking no. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, so, so we're going now above and beyond friendship <laughs> to possibly being familiar One of the family. <laughs> And so I'm thinking Shelly would not want to receive things in the mail like scarves and <laughs> snowballs. And she wouldn't want lovely handwritten notes from my husband <laughs> describing. <laughs> I don't want that no matter who you marry, Carly. <laughs> describing his kinship for Shelly and her family. I think that Frosty would not be a good husband and not a good brother-in-law. So Shelly is anti-Frosty the Snowman. That's so challenging. I, <laughs> I like I can't breathe that I'm wow. Okay, Carly, you've brought a you've brought a new level. We've leveled up and now 
is the time we've all been waiting for the opinion of the MVP of this podcast, the most Vale, Colorado podcaster, Shelly. Are you going to go shushing down the slopes this winter? You know me, I can't go a winter without skiing. <laughs> and every time you leave the mountains, you say, I'll be back again someday. <laughs> uh, Shelly, what do you think about Frosty the Snowman? Just, uh, I don't know. I guess I'll leave it up to you to, to talk about him how you want, like what relationship you <laughs> If Frosty the Snowman was going to be my boss at the bakery, how would he, how good of a boss would he be? Oh, he would not do well. You have to turn He'd be on a ovens. terrible baker because guess what? I melt at the bakery. <laughs> he would do terribly. Okay, so so I also don't know how to approach this. I I wasn't so much thinking of Frosty the Snowman, the person, so much as Frosty the Snowman, the entity of stage and screen. <laughs> <laughs> so so this feels very tricky to me. Um, like, do I want to hang out with him because he's going to be a hundred percent a good time, no bummer guy? <laughs> like, do I want him? to be my friend because of his open heart and his adventurous spirit <laughs> do do i want for him to be the bridge between victorian era men and metrosexual men i guess i'd never considered him as that before so that that is a that's tricky for the mind <laughs> um, he he's an includer uh, he helps everyone understand the circle of life, uh, that he'll just be back again someday, um, which I guess means he's uh, – is he Buddhist? Is that the ones that believe in reincarnation? Or <laughs> oh, uh, Yes. Yeah. I mean, yeah. they're one of them anyway. Yeah, one of the many. Um, so, I mean – that it introduces the the kids to different cultures, <laughs> different <laughs> belief systems, you know, and that's part of how he helps other children open their hearts. I guess um, fairy tales can come true. I Holly was dropping so many truth bombs I didn't know <laughs> about, um, but also. Uh, he is cold. I think, Julie, you're right. <laughs> I think I think out of everything said on this podcast, Frosty is cold, and that's true. <laughs> um, the best thing about him is his song. He has no personality. I guess that would be a hard way to, to have a friendship. <laughs> like, <laughs> if I, you know, if all of my friends had only a theme song and I just picked what the ones I liked like that would be hard for me because picking is hard and it would also be hard for all of my friends because writing a theme song would be very tricky <laughs> <laughs> he can only give freezing cold hugs yeah that's not great <laughs> I don't want to be freezing cold all the time you know what I was thinking about about that what? I'm trying to think if my kids and my husband only could give me freezing cold hugs would I still want them <laughs> and you know what? I I told myself yes. And and as it's known to the Shelly gang, I get a lot of hugs from my family and a lot of snuggles. And I would still want them because I love them. Well, but Aww. then, like, can you not hug Frosty too hard or you'll crunch him? <laughs> Shelly, have you seen those deltoids? I can't crunch him. 
I guess because you don't have very good arms. So. Oh, no. <laughs> um, he has unreadable charcoal eyes, which immediately made my brain think of that show. Oh, shoot. What was Coraline. that called? No. I've oh, never seen that. It made me think of oh, Jaws. so scary. No, that movie about the guy who studied micro expressions. Lie to me. <laughs> That's a TV show. Yes. <laughs> That's what I said, show. Did you? I thought you said movie. Yeah, you said movie. Oh, well, I meant to say show. Lied to me. <laughs> I loved it, which is why it got canceled. <laughs> so I'm wondering if that guy, that expert guy, could even read those unreadable charcoal eyes. And it would be kind of freaky to have someone with just black eyes, but who's to be believed? The song where his eyes are just charcoal or the movie where they change into car- big, happy cartoon eyes? Nobody knows. <laughs> Uh, which one is true? Fairy tales can come true, but which version? You know? <laughs> it, the magic needs to be de- better defined. I agree with Corbin. I hate reading a book where the magic is <laughs> ill-defined. <laughs> that really drives me crazy. Um, and it's true. Why does the hat only work for Frosty? What's so special about him? <laughs> Nobody knows. <laughs> His song is great, but so what? Let's see. What child has access to a top hat? I mean... Some of them do. <laughs> he doesn't stick around and you can't even call him. That's that's true. That would be tricky for me. I like to call people when I have like good news and if Frosty was my best friend and I couldn't even call him, <laughs> that, that would be tough. But I don't think I would want Frosty as a friend. <laughs> but Frosty, the idea, a.k.a. the song and the cute movie. <laughs> I like that. <laughs> um, the little movie, and I think, I know there's probably more than one Frosty movie, but I think everyone knows which one I mean. <laughs> the one. The one that came out in 69 or something like that. Yeah, with Jimmy Durante mm-hmm. and other people. <laughs> it was 69. I was the rightest. Um, so nice. Like, that is a cute little movie. It's a fun Christmas spirit bringing thing especially if you don't overanalyze it which i never have (laughs) until today (laughs) (laughs) so stressed out (laughs) and uh and the song is great like most people's interpretations of it is pretty good and enjoyable and it's like a fun a fun wintry thing so like Yes, I like it, but no, let's not be friends. I like you from afar, Frosty. <laughs> what about as a brother-in-law? Uh, ooh. Yeah, maybe that's too close to you. <laughs> if he can't be my friend or my brother-in-law, uh, we'll be we'll be like the kind of acquaintance where you can walk down the hallway and go like, oh, hey. So that's me and Frosty. And I don't like the, the Frosty song. I don't know who sings it. The, the lady. Frosty the snowman. Like. It's annoying. Ooh, Sorry. I don't know who. The one they what? play in like the mall. Yeah. Yeah. It's it's played at work a few times. And Ugh, I, I strictly avoid it. malls and places of work. And bakeries. <laughs> places of work. <laughs> well, Shelly, thank you so much for sharing your opinion about Frosty the Snowman. And thanks to whichever genius out there in the Shelly gang who suggested Frosty the Snowman. And and by the way, that genius uh, would be friends with Frosty the Snowman because I like I like things that I don't have to commit too hard to. You know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> and uh, yeah, so good job, everyone. We are going to move on to our segment, Holly's Book Club. Oh no! Oh! 
Whoa. No. I think this is my first book club. <laughs> oh, you're in for it, Carly. We've already been overanalyzing a children's song, so be ready. <laughs> In the segment Holly's Book Club, I make my sisters pay for when they teased me during our book club's episode, <laughs> saying that I would quiz everyone so they could get in the door to actually participate in a real book club and not a snack club. Okay, everybody? Can I, can I interrupt you for one second? Yeah. There is a sign on the front door of the bakery, which I never go through the front door, so I, I didn't see it until recently. But it said, like, bring us along, bring one of our party boxes along for all kinds of events, weddings, birthdays, book clubs. <laughs> and it made me laugh and laugh. <laughs> and all your coworkers were like, what's so funny about that? And uh, you were like, you wouldn't get it. You don't have a sister who's a tyrant and a bully. <laughs> <laughs> so... The book club that we are going to be talking about, the book that we are going to be talking about is a little book called The Night Before Christmas by Clement Clark Moore. Yes. That is I a like book that one. That is a, a, actually a poem, but is really a book and has been um, retold and retold in lots of different varietals. But we're doing the, o the OG original version, gangster version. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, so what I do is I have three questions for my three sisters. And since Carly's the newbie, Carly, you can choose one, two, or three. The, the questions, one, two, or three. Three. What is the thing described that encircles Santa's head like a wreath? Smoke. Carly, welcome to my book club. Come on in. We're going to have a Carly. discussion about this poem and its beautiful message. Uh, <laughs> Shelley. Merry Christmas. Uh, do you want to do number one or number two? I'll do number two. Shelly, fill in the blank. More rapid than blank, his coursers they came. Eagles. Shelly, welcome to my book club. Yes. That one is so much harder than mine. <laughs> That's the luck of the draw. Julie, you don't get a choice. You get number one, baby. I'm number one. I'm number one. Uh, we'll see about that. Julie, name the reindeers in order. You know Dasher and Dancer and Prancer and Vixen, Comet and Cupid and Honor and Blitzen. <gasps> no Rudolph, though. <laughs> I didn't think about that cheat code. That was like <laughs> that was like the up, down, up, down, plus, plus, start, and finish. What is it? The Nintendo <laughs> one? Select, select. Uh, a, B, uh, A, B, pause. A, B. Yeah. <laughs> the Konami code. Yeah. Everyone, welcome to my book club. I Yay. for sure thought we were going to have someone standing out in the cold with their friend Frosty the Snowman. <laughs> Guys, I want to play this game, but with reading the Nutcracker book. I bought myself that last year, and this year I'm determined to read it, and I want to I wanna book club you guys because it's book. so different than the ballet. Uh oh! Well, I don't even know what you're talking what? about. <laughs> and we'll do such a bad job. <laughs> okay, everyone. I guess the rest of the girlos are going to have to uh, hit spark notes and see if the nutcracker. <laughs> is on. Well, in the, 
In the next two weeks, I work、um, almost sixty hours, so we'll see if I have time to follow through. <laughs> <laughs> well,、uh, Shelly, Julie, Carly, I don't have literally anything to talk about at this book club, but that's because、uh, it's such a well-worn tale that I figure that we can all just sit together around the fire. And eat these treats that I got from Great Harvest Bakery, <gasps> and enjoy one another's company. Aww, Merry Christmas! And can we do this? That's the sound that that Santa makes when he goes up the chimney. <laughs> and who originated that beautiful、uh, sound effect? Mother. It was our mother. It was our mother. <laughs> that usually happened before the tears came. <laughs> <laughs> With Santa at the end yelling from uh from his sleigh, I'll be back again. <laughs> <laughs> well, this has been our segment, Holly's Book Club. Shelly Gang, thank you so much for joining us for this special holiday edition of Shelly Has Opinions. We may have another、uh, topic that might be a little Christmassy next week, but that's just because it's just fun to talk about. Except for if you have,、um, I don't know, maybe overanalyze or think about、uh, <laughs> about that that topic's place in the time space continuum of your heart. So, so is next week? Is next week going to be a best of or episode where? Like which holiday, which Christmas character would be your best friend? <laughs> which one has the best friendship qualities? This is what that one was. I didn't even know. I didn't prepare. <laughs> Shelly gang, if you want to listen to some some of our old Christmas episodes, like what is the best Christmas song?、Um, you can go to our website, ShellyHasOpinions dot com. That's S H E L L E Y. Hasopinions.com. There you can find all of our old episodes, even the non-holiday ones, and you can also find pictures of us enjoying the holidays together. And honestly, I wish we could enjoy the holidays together right now. I'm really homesick right now.、Mm. Me too.、Yeah. <laughs> Me too. I'm Disneyland sick, but I always. Am. <laughs> That's what I said. Homesick. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, you can also find our podcast and many others at podicongo dot com. That's p o d i c o n g o dot com. That is the website for our podcast network that we're on. It is full of family friendly podcasts that have many other podcasts, educational and、uh, just enjoyable in general, that have、uh, holiday sprinklings. That's you. You open. You click open the link, and it says with an extra side of holiday sprinklings, and、um, <laughs> and they they so tasty. And you know what? They're so tasty that Julie's kids would probably sneak them from the holiday treat plates. Oh, probably. <laughs> <laughs> But mostly, Shelly Gang, we just want you to come back next week.、Uh, and you know what? I've made a decision, and I may I'm making an announcement. I haven't told my sisters this. But it has been quite a year, 2020, and I've decided that in 2021 I would like to do a special digital live Shelly has opinions. What? <laughs> that sounds fun. That's something that I want to do in 2021. And、I'm、you might need to find a new Shelly. 
<laughs> Shelly, we won't let any of them. We won't let any of them talk to you. <laughs> uh, playing the role of Shelly is our mom, and then, Shel- and then mom comes on. <laughs> she'd be a great Shelly. She would, except for the fact that she'd probably be too giggly. <laughs> that's true. Yeah. Uh, so that's, that's, that's a goal that I have. So Shelly gang, what's your goals? What's your 2021 goals in the future? Curlos, uh, another goal of mine that I have is to come to all of your houses and spank you on the bottom. (laughs) (laughs) Oh no, I don't like that one. (laughs) I just haven't been able to get close to any of you since the pandemic's been happening. But after we all get our vaccinations, you better watch out. You better not cry. <laughs> Your spanking is coming. <laughs> and with that, thank you, and I love you, and goodbye. Goodbye. Bye. I love you. Bye. Happy birthday. Jingle bells. Jingle bells. Jingle all the way. Hey. Gosh dang it, Shelly, where are you? Are you looking for high-quality, family-friendly podcasts? Shows that are safe for younger or more sensitive listeners? Podicongo is a reliable corner of the internet for the kind of podcasts that everyone can enjoy. From educational programs to conversational topics and incredible storytelling and role-playing shows in a variety of styles, themes, and age groups. Podicon Go is a group of independent podcast creators dedicated to creating high-quality programs that provide family fun for everyone. Visit PodiconGo.com for an ever-growing lineup of shows complete with descriptions and ways you can listen. Connect with the Podicon Go family-friendly podcast network on Facebook and Twitter. P-O-D-I-C-O-N. Go! It's podcast fun for everyone. Podicon Go!